Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I've missed you. As you may or may not know, I had a baby. And that is why the episode that you're about to hear is not a all of us sitting around the table in Dining Room Studios episode. It's a whole Thursday gang live from LA podcast festival episode previously unreleased that we recorded in September of 2016. It was a really fun time. And I think you'll enjoy the show because of aforementioned baby. I wasn't sure how much time I would need to take off, which is why we have this episode playing this week that you're about to hear. However, the whole induction, labor, birth, all of that was crazy and long and intense and grueling and surreal. And I can't wait to tell you guys all about it. So next week, we're going to record as per usual so that I can fill you in on everything. So enjoy this episode this week. And then next week, you'll get a brand spanking new episode with all the baby details and possibly some baby noises in the background. Who knows? Anyway, I love you guys. Here's the episode. And now, live from PodFest in Beverly Hills, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Today, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian who you can hear telling jokes all month on SiriusXM or singing the fruit song in your head for the rest of your damn life. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's a man who has synesthesia, which means he sees specific colors for each number and month. His favorite color of the rainbow, November 7th, it's Alan Moss. And he's a writer-producer who's only truly happy when he's out on the ocean with his board waiting for a good wave and thinking about when he stuck his boss's headset up his butt. It's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to steam your fresh young muscles. I'm her husband, Daniel. And being on this show has been a lot like going to therapy. If after therapy you get a ton of tweets about your marriage from complete strangers, <laughs> say and hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. <laughs> Hello, my little mini muffins. It's me, Allison. Welcome to our live show at LA PodFest. Hello, everyone. And hello to the live stream viewers. It's very dark in here, so I just see smudges out there. But I recognize some of the smudges, which makes me happy. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Daniel. Hi. Hi, Greg. Hi, Allison. Hello, Jenna. Hello. Hi, Al. Hello. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Allison. All, this, all these people at this live show, it's like a party. I heart parties. <laughs> You'll fit right in. <laughs> so just want to address a few things at the top. I know it might have felt a little weird to file in as we're all sitting here. We debated doing like the dramatic entrance from the back, and then we took stock of the size of the stage and the size of us. <laughs> we're like, there's no way that is going to be graceful. It would be funny, though. Half hour of sitting down. Yeah. I almost wish we had done it just for the humor. Um, also, as you guys know, well, actually, who here has never, has anyone here never seen my show? Like, is anyone here brand new to this? Seen it? I mean, heard it. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, so then everyone knows I'm pregnant. Uh, a lot of people have been wanting to see the baby bump, so I'm going to show that off. Woo-hoo! If I can. <laughs> I might not. I might not be able to do this. Okay. So after, here it is. after an hour of looking at <laughs> After an hour of looking at clothes, like which one doesn't show off the baby bump? <laughs> Two things to say about that. <laughs> On radio shows, you do something called a reset because people could like tune in at any point, so you let them know, hey, you're listening to so-and-so, and blah, 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 blah. But it's funny, people who come from radio sometimes do that on podcasts, and I always think, who's tuning into the middle of a podcast? <laughs> no one. However, some of the live stream viewers might be tuning in the middle, and I wish I had a sign that says I'm pregnant, not just fat, because I'm worried that people are going to tune in in the middle, and they're not going to know. So basically, I think that I need someone to set a timer for like 15 minutes from now, and I'm going to do a pregnancy reset. <laughs> I feel like when you are delivering the baby, you're going to be telling people in the hospital <laughs> that I'm pregnant and not fat. Like, the doctor's going to come in to see how dilated you are, and you're going to go, just for the record, right. I'm pregnant. It's true. I will be doing that. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I did uh, a lot of debate about what to wear before deciding I'm just going to wear the outfit that I always wear. I have two pregnancy outfits. This is the going out one. (laughs) Um, But just for shits and giggles, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to try on one of the dresses that I used to wear for live performances before pregnancy. And it's a pretty, like, roomy purple dress that back when I was on that other show, I would get comments about how, like, why don't you ever show off your body? Because that's how loose it fits. So I thought I would put it on, and I thought it would fit the same... Jenna's already starting to laugh. Because you you know where this is going, right? It was mortifying. It's so depressing. I yes. thought it would be like unattractive in the sense that it would fit the same, but there'd be this big beach ball on my belly. Oh no, that was I was so young then. <laughs> I put it on. I looked like a grape being strangled by its own skin. It was tight everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. It was so tight that Daniel and I were laughing about it and I was like, what if I decide to just wear it anyway? <laughs> That'd be so disgusting. <laughs> I looked like, it was like a walking sight gag. I almost wish I had done it for the comedy. Yeah, I got stuck in a jacket once at the end of pregnancy where I was like, Al, you're going to have to peel it off. You're going to have to peel it. And I was like, push out all the air. Get, Breathe it all out. Get the jaws of life. <laughs> See, and I'm only going to talk about pregnancy for the rest of the show. Um, have you guys seen This Is Life? Did anyone watch that? Yeah. yeah. This Is Us. This Is Us. Oh, yes, that's oh, what I meant. the new show? Yes. Yeah. So no, Mandy, I didn't watch it. Okay, Mandy Moore <laughs> is pregnant with triplets. This is now indulgent, and it's not interesting, and it's just me sharing my own concerns. <laughs> Thank you, guys. AKA um, the show. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy Moore is pregnant with triplets, and... There's a part where she's in labor, and Daniel was like, she doesn't look like a real pregnant woman. You don't just look like a model except for your huge pregnant belly. And I'm like, is that true, or is that just some pregnant women become bigger everywhere? Or do all pregnant women become bigger everywhere? The thin girls with the beach ball bellies are the... They are the exception to pregnancy, right? I feel like they're the ones that don't get big everywhere. Yeah, but they also run marathons while they're pregnant. Those are those. She was pregnant with triplets and had no weight at all, except for yeah. Like that's not. I feel like I've trained. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Good job, honey. Thank you. Did I mention I'm pregnant? Okay, so um, 
something that happens on this show a lot is that we end up talking about pronunciation of words and we compare how we pronounce them. And as a result, people write in and they're like, I'm so glad you're talking about pronunciation because have you noticed this weird way you say this word? <laughs> yeah, it's a fun side effect of ever talking about it. So, Fuh. <laughs> Occasionally it hurts my feelings. There was one about um, the way I say the word general and it was like, it's three syllables, clap it out. And there were emojis in it. It felt, it felt very like it was wagging its That's finger it. at me. Apparently I say gen rule, which I don't think I say. Did everybody, <clears throat> when they were learning the thing about syllables, learn clapping? Or did anyone learn hand under chin? Who is hand? Was What's anyone that? hand under chin? How does that yeah. go? What? Yeah, how does that work? I learned clapping like four years ago. What is I learned chin? it by going like, general. Wait, why were you learning it four years ago? No, because I was like, we were having this debate with someone and they were doing the clapping thing and I was like, put your hand under your chin. What the fuck are you doing? And I didn't know that that was a thing, but that's the normal one, yeah. right? I don't Very feel normal. like I learned either of them. I've, I've never heard a hand under chin. Yeah. And the way you just did it makes me... Not want to feel, do it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like if like, I'm in a business meeting, like, general, I... Yeah, I don't know. If you're in a business meeting and you're clapping out syllables, there's other problems. That's true. Sure. That's but what is the function of, of doing either? I guess because people care how many syllables are in a word at some point. Well, people on my Twitter certainly do. I feel like that used to be really important. Like, do you ever fe- think about syllables? You mean... <laughs> Important. That's one of those things. Just think back on the importance that teachers placed on knowing the amount of syllables in a word and then think about the amount of times that information has been handy. Yeah. Fucking zero. Until like, podcasting. Yeah, I guess. Except for that one board game, Count the Syllables. <laughs> I love that game. Um, I got slightly distracted while you were talking, Greg, because I was thinking, are there, but aren't there words with syllables where your chin wouldn't hit your hand? Meow. 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 It doesn't, you know, it's two oh, yeah. syllables. Or poet. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, now clap along to meow and tell me that's way more natural. Meow. meow. Oh, God. Poet. <laughs> okay, but the word I really want to address is one that I recently got called out on. I'm not, I'm gonna, it's, a, it's a vegetable. It is white. It's biggish. It looks like albino broccoli. Hickama, Hickama yeah, for sure. Rutabaga. Oh, that's not what I meant. No. Cauliflower. Yeah. Yes, it's that one. Everyone out here, how do you say it? Daniel? Ca- cauliflower. Clap it out. <laughs> cauliflower. <laughs> cauliflower. Yeah. Okay, Greg? These things, Coffee they make you reconsider flour. the way you I say it. I know. So I just want to say it naturally. Like, uh, I'll have the steak with some cauliflower. Cauliflower. I say cauliflower. Okay. Cauliflower. Al? Cauliflower. Jeff? Cauliflower. And I say cauliflower. Yes. But I've actually noticed that you say cauliflower. Me too. Mm -hmm. One is like, one is like if you you make a phone call to a flower, right? Like, we have to call a flower. And then the other one is if the person's name is E flower and you're ordered to call them. Yeah, like I'm calling a flower. Hey, cauliflower. That's the difference, right? All right, so we've got three cauliflowers and we've got three cauliflowers. Um, I looked it up. Both are correct. But... Yeah, thank God. The th- <laughs> right? Could have been World it's War really Three up here. Yeah. What does the app say? Did you, t- did you listen to how the app does it? The app said cauliflower. But, but if you look at the phonetic... Wait, which app? The one that we have played on the show where, you, where the dictionary says it for you. 
Oh, yeah, that was just like a dictionary site, and it just said cauliflower, but if you look at the phonetic spelling, or phonetic, the breakdown, they're both correct. But I found a thread where people were getting really upset with Bobby Flay, because he says cauliflower. There's a lot of people who hate... There's a lot of people, Jenna, who hate people who say cauliflower. (laughs) Are you one of them? No, I'm accepting. I'm just saying I've noticed on occasion, because you eat a lot of cauliflower no the house smells like farts from broccoli actually (laughs) (laughs) and pregnancy (laughs) i do yeah i never realized that i say it in this untoward way you know what though i thought maybe it was like an east coast thing because all my old co-workers used to say it that way and they also used to say oregon instead of oregon yeah but that's wrong yeah but then i just thought like oh maybe allison picked it up when she lived in new york is it oregon (laughs) or oregon back east I feel like Oregon. I've I think they say Oregon. Oregon. No, yeah, well, I think they're say, wrong. Yeah. You'd say like I'm playing Oregon Trail. Oregon. You wouldn't say Oregon Trail. Oregon. Yeah. Or, yeah. I think that's, that's really just know. wrong. That's wrong. The I state has a wrong. name and you say it a certain yeah. way. How does, Bo- how does Bobby the- Flay say it? He says cauliflower. No, Oregon. How does, oh. how does Bobby Flay say that? Wanna, Oregon. Okay. You, you don't get to align with him. There isn't much play in those things. Like there's a, there's a right, you can't just say washing tone or whatever. Like it has a name. Right, but with vegetables, you have more wiggle room. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay. Or if you're from New Jersey, you say Washington. It's true. Mm, it's true. That's so wrong, though. That's what my mom says. She's going to Washington, and she's coming back. She needs some cutters to do the wash. <laughs> Wait, some what? Cutters. You know, like one-fourth of a dollar. Oh, oh. quarters. Quarters? Oh. Yeah, cutters. Wait. Quarters. What did you say, Jeff? Cutters. Cutters, and what did you say? Quarters. Quarters, okay. <laughs> Quarters. I feel like both of those are right. <laughs> okay. Lots to get to, but first, uh, I said that I would take some questions from the audience if anyone has any. No pressure to have one if you don't have one. However, we are here to answer if anyone does. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Maybe Not later. everyone all at once. Oh, I see a hand. Oh, yes. When we ask, they send them in They're wondering how you have been So thanks so much for answering These questions from our fans Now these have not been vetted ahead of time I think that's clear <laughs> so, so tread lightly Hello, what is your name? Hi, Matt I was wondering if you guys could pose Like the Last Supper person <laughs> 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 Someone's going to have to break that down for us. <laughs> want, so for those listening at home... To, you have to lay your head on Allison's shoulder, I think. I do. Am I Jesus? Are we, aren't we like supposed to be like <laughs> yes. debating or something? Like, for those listening at home, Matt wants everybody to pose in uh, like the Last Supper oh. so that he can take a picture. Because Thank you. We're so, all up here vertically, uh, horizontally. Allison becomes table. Jesus in the Last Supper? Yes. But what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you go. Okay. I'll be Judas looking the other way. Sad? Should I look sad? He's Judas. Okay. And am I, does that, am I Mary Magdalene in this Take scenario? A look. You'll notice. I, I am? I don't, I don't and what am I doing? Am I mourning? I'm sad because he's about to die, right? I don't, really, I don't really know. Did he know it was the Last Supper? Is someone Googling it to yeah. pull it up so that we can no, be is, accurate? Oh, perfect. Thank you. Okay. okay. That's an old joke that Judas says to Jesus, hey, you want to go to the Last Supper? And he goes, what? He goes, oh, I mean, you want to go to supper? 
<laughs> so, Allison, you have to outstretch your arms. Okay. All right. That's right. It's good pod. Oh, and we're then, all away. Yeah, exactly. You guys are kind yeah, of pointing like at Allison, and we're kind of snuggling over here. We're, yeah, we're playing to the street now. On, Jenna, one more time. These are things they don't teach we're you at pointing. Hebrew school. <laughs> this is for sure, like, right at the top of the list. Yes. No, but you have to leave. <laughs> My... Did you get it? Okay, good. <laughs> How are you feeling, um, Mormons? I know. Don't tell, you guys. <laughs> this is our secret. Yeah. All right. Anything else before I read an import? Oh, Raphael, I can make you out in the Oh, dark. that's Raphael. Yeah. Hey. Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, so that's the... how we met. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we told that story. It's quite a meat cute. Yeah. The, the question was, during my uh, New York's Funniest Reporter stand-up set, I told a joke about a man masturbating at the salad bar, and he never heard the actual story. And the actual story was just I was at, the, at Morton Williams, which is the grocery store that I used to go to, and they had a nice salad bar, and there was a dude, like... Yes. Engaging with himself <laughs> near the salad bar. And I don't know if it was my sister. I don't know who I was. I think it was my sister. No. I don't know who I was with, but someone's like, don't look. Or maybe I said it. Don't look now, but that guy's masturbating by the salad don't bar. Don't look now. <laughs> it's Give hard him privacy. To, it's hard to not look. Yeah. It, well, it was shocking. Yeah, don't look at him. He, you're going to make him feel don't awkward. Look, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going to embarrass him. <laughs> don't want him to be embarrassed. And he was like a homeless person? I don't know. Yeah, probably. There were like a fair amount of homeless people who would hang out outside of that Morton Williams. Masturbating? He liked salad a lot. <laughs> it was the masturbation. He was just one. really into That's salad. Fair. Yeah, there's not much more to the story. It was other a sexy than... salad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, and then what happened? And you didn't I... like say anything? You just ate a salad or whatever? No, I didn't get a salad right. that day. <laughs> I don't know if I ever got a salad from that salad bar again. <laughs> I was very uncomfortable. Yeah. And I also felt like, where are the people who are here to prevent that? <laughs> Hold on. There's a sneeze guard joke in here somewhere. I just yeah. need, I need, I need like a minute to get to it. Well, I cannot, I cannot remember my jokes at this point, but I had, I think what it went into was like, and then I started thinking, what if he and I are the same? Like, he likes salad? I like salad. <laughs> there was like a fair amount of like other, other, I feel like it's on was, YouTube. Yeah, exactly. It's on YouTube. Um, also, what is that shirt you're wearing? Oh my God. It's verbose. Oh, that's so cool. Wow. That is cool. Nice. It's impressive. I know you guys might be thinking that that's like my sly uh, marketing thing. Like, ooh, what's that shirt you're wearing that I'm selling? But no, I've never seen that shirt. <laughs> but I like it's it a really lot. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Did someone, I, was there another question? Yes. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's your name? I'm Ray. Oh, hi, Ray. Hi. Hi, Ray. Ray, what's your last name? Oh, yeah, okay. I know who you are. You did the awesome <laughs> Love Bus graphic. Um, anyway, this is really trivial, but uh, something I was curious about. Um, last winter, I think it was, uh, you and Daniel went skiing. Yes. Yes. And you chose to forego every ski location in Southern California. <laughs> Why? 
That's a good okay. question. Why? Yeah. So, Why yeah, the question that? was, last winter, Daniel and I went skiing, and we chose to forego all of the Southern California ski resorts and instead drive to Utah. Um, also the Northern California ones. Why would we do that? Well, to answer, we went to Brian Head, Utah. Um, I think the Northern California ones might actually be further away. But I, when I was a kid, I'd gone to Brian Head a bunch, so that's... I, knew that it was nice and I felt comfortable skiing there. So that's why I wanted to go there. The local ones, um, in my mind, I think of as really crowded and it, I get really uncomfortable when there's snowboarders zipping past me or zipping over me. So that's always my fear. So that's why we went there. Um, and it was sleepy and tiny and fun, but it was actually a very fun trip. We'd probably not go that far again. We'd probably I go locally. we might go to Mammoth next time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Follow-up question, Follow question, yes. Part two. The drive back. The drive back was terrible because we yeah. got stuck in Vegas the Vegas traffic. to L.A. traffic. We did not even think about it, and I know better. It was, yeah. And it was uh, Sunday, too. It was like the worst time to hit it. It was Sunday afternoon. Yeah. We did it once with the stomach flu. It was uh, extremely it dangerous. Was the worst thing we've ever done. Who had the flu? Both of us. Both oh, God. Us. Yeah, we were both on the verge of puking the entire trip. It was really awful. But... World's largest thermometer. <laughs> Am I right? Actually, oh, yeah. people don't the know this. The world's bet, largest right? anal thermometer. It's true. <laughs> right, Allison? <laughs> anal? Anal? <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to figure out what direction to go here. Um, you know what I think we should do? Because we have a new, we have a new jingle that I want to debut. Um, a small short round of yes please or oh please. Jingle. Yes please, give me some crap. Oh, oh please, that's a crap. Compact, sweet. Buzzy. Yeah. <laughs> a little buzzy. Okay, cobblestone streets, and this was sent in by Foxberry Toast. I am going. So, for anyone who doesn't know how this segment works. We say, yes, please, to something, or, oh, please, if that thing can hit the bricks. Um, cobblestone streets can take a hike. <laughs> I'm, oh, pleasing them. They are, they're nice to look at, but they are treacherous and uncomfortable. It's very mm. similar to convertibles, which we did a couple weeks ago, which also can go fuck themselves. <laughs> hmm. uh, I am, yes, please. Cobblestone streets like remind me of certain places that I travel to, and they make me feel like I'm in some somewhere exotic. Are there cobblestone streets in America? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. They make me feel like I'm somewhere exotic, even if I'm in America. I like the feeling of the car bumping up and down. Yes, please. Yes, please. Oh, I'm thinking you're on foot. You're on foot in my reality of cobblestone streets. Are you still yes, pleasing? And it's worse if you're on foot? Yes. Like, like even the walking part feel is like a it's better. Look, I used to wear clogs a lot going back to college. <laughs> cobblestone streets will take you out. You here's, can really hurt yourself. Here's the thing about cobblestone streets. If you're somewhere where there are co- cobblestone streets, there's lots of frozen yogurt. There's lots of cool little coffee shops. <laughs> there's like uh, tchotchke stores. Yes, please. Yeah, yes, so, please. Yes, yeah, please. you got a yes, please. Yes, please. Out. Yes, please. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. All right. Al, your stance on cobblestone streets? Oh, oh, please. Oh, please. Thank you. Thank you, Al. We we have technology. We have have streets that can glow if we want them to. Why do we need stones? What? Think about if you come across... (laughs) 
Wait Think a about second. You're driving on a road. There's all glowing sorts of... streets. That's true. I have seen Facebook videos where they can make they could like plug the streets in. That could they could charge electronic cars. The, the whole or, street. Yeah, the whole street, Daniel. Right. What? Yeah. It's, but I, that's I'm just saying we've got cool technology. If we're ripping out stones, we could put cool stuff in. But it's hard to get like that old timey feel with a street that is glowing. <laughs> this video cobblestone. Yeah. Street. Yes. This, these so smart roads could make themselves cobblestones and then go away. I, I prefer that tile, like that brick, like, you know, z- zaggy, zigzaggy tile that you'll see to cobblestones because you can ride your bike on that better. Because mm. <laughs> he's out riding his bike a lot. <laughs> I just have memories of riding my bike on cobblestone Didn't streets. Didn't we already go through that the happen? fact on the Patreon bonus episode, patreon.com slash Alison Rosen, we didn't we go through the fact that he gave his bike away yes. to his ex-girlfriend. You don't right. know that I told this story. Why did when you Daniel, tell that story? <laughs> what? Why did you tell that we're story? We're talking about bikes, Because okay. you also gave a television away. <laughs> it was a big deal. Because when we first started dating, you gave some good stuff away. I didn't I need the bike, and I didn't need the TV. TV had too many memories. No, no, it was a tiny, it was like a 32-inch, oh. oh. it was old technology. It's not too small. It's not too small for like a kitchen Hun- TV. Honey, I was upgrading everything. <laughs> okay. Oh. Did you get, so you have a better bike now? No. <laughs> no. no I, just, I just drive around. My argument was I don't seem like the biking type. It I wasn't about you. She never wrote it. No, it wasn't about me. <laughs> I know. So anyway, here's my cobblestone street argument. I realize I've made everything uncomfortable now. Yeah, That's what nice I do. Work. I'm pregnant. Um, <laughs> if you came across a road that had like a bunch of cracks in it and gravel and potholes and your car bounced over it and like a metal plate, you'd think, why don't they fix this road? So that's the experience of being on a cobblestone street. It's just cuter. Yeah, yeah I don't buy it. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. But that sort of dilapidation and things falling apart, that's like the charm of cities, right? Like, Al, you don't look at a like, beautiful old castle and go, fuck that thing, we could build, we could engineer a way better building I now, right? Al like, would. Al would. Yeah. And, you know, at least, at least central air. <laughs> yes. Come on. We're not animals. Jeff. All right, I'm setting off a truth bomb here. I'm going big, yes, please, on cobblestone streets. Yeah. Woo. Leave it to Jeff. Voice of reason. Thank you. <laughs> no reasoning. You gotta explain yourself. No, they, they remind me of my old-timey haunts in uh, Philadelphia and Bucks County, Pennsylvania, the area. Yeah. Also, they've been there for a kajillion years. Guys in tri-cornered hats with muskets built these things, and they're still working. Yet, you make an asphalt road, road and there's holes in it every winter. So I look at it and I say, look at this old-timey technology is really kicking ass. Mm-hmm. So I'm all for it. Yeah. Good, good and it's quaint. Take that, Allison. I didn't. Are we allowing nostalgic historical arguments? That was, an, en- that was an engineering argument. I know, actually. I yeah, know. Apparently. For a second, it. For a second. It could be both. Okay. All right. Final tally. I'm O pleasing. Al, you're O pleasing. Jenna, were you O pleasing? I'm yes pleasing for the froyo. Oh. <laughs> All right. Excellent. I guess cobblestone streets get to stay. <laughs> I'm in the pocket of big cobblestone. (laughs) Okay, so um, we've been reading journal entries on the show. This is my high school journal. It has little ducks on it and a lock. And the title page says, My Diary, Allie Michelle. I heart parties. (laughs) Yeah, we recently heard an entry where I talked about how I hearted parties. 
But throughout the entry, I was like, oh, man, I should have read another one. And that's the one that we're going to read to we, <laughs> I, uh, am going to be reading today. Um, and Jenna had this idea, since at this point I was hanging out with surfers and there's some dialogue, she thought, why doesn't Greg translate parts of it into surfer speak? For anyone who doesn't know, Greg is both a surfer and speaks surfer. Greg is not a surfer. We've talked about this before. He's a person who surfs. Oh. And there are bets right, right, just right. everywhere, and it was just got the digis and just game. Important distinction. It's an important distinction. One is that's the defining element of your life, and the other is that's a thing that you do every day. What is the defining element every of your day. life? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I have time to answer that question. I mean, ah, shit. I think I might be more music than surfing okay. as a characteristic. So you're a musician. No, or I'm not you... a musician. No, I'm not a musician. I'm a person who plays music. Like every day. Yes. Okay. Yeah. A musician is a guy who like hangs out at guitar centers and knows like what the pentatonic scale is or whatever. I don't you know what I mean? Are you a producer? Don't try to pin him down. I'm a I'm a writer before I'm a Are you a writer? Is this good cast? <laughs> I stopped caring about that long ago. <laughs> Will you show people your handwriting? It's it is gorgeous. Amazing. It was like, gorgeous. And if you see it, it hasn't now, changed. It is like the symmetry of it is incredible. It's beautiful. You're joking, right? It's completely changed. My handwriting now is like a actually it, it changes. Looks pretty similar. It changes in the course of the entry. It's a little it starts veering to the right. Oh, Allison just flipped to a page and the very last sentence in it is I heart men. <laughs> <laughs> last time <laughs> I don't know if I really hearted men and if I really hearted parties <laughs> and if I really thought he, he was so damn rad I think I was just trying to be a person who had those thoughts yeah. and I don't know if that's how high school is for everyone or me but oh I have a question for you Greg yes this morning in the shower all of a sudden high, some high school slang came back to me okay and since we went to high school sort of near each other I'm wondering malts for lots did you guys say malts, like multi? I did and, not say so that. Oh, sounds okay. like distinctly noops. Maybe it was just some yeah, noops. Straight up noops. noops. Okay. All right. So anyway, don't feel compelled to translate things that don't lend themselves to translating because this is long and I don't want to be here for four hours. Um, but if you hear something that you think is surfer, uh, okay. it has potential, you just let me know. Okay. All right. I'm Okay, this was June 24th, 1991. And I'm going to have to change a lot of names, so everyone can be more All right. <laughs> I haven't written in so long. Now it's 12-12, Monday morning, the first Monday of summer after 10th grade. A lot of stuff, nothing that interesting, has happened. I got my license on my birthday at the Fullerton DMV. I got a 94%. I was marked off on unnecessary stops. <laughs> <laughs> I had a short crush on Andy, my driving teacher. Darren's still rad, but once the semester was over, I found new guys. I went out once with Kyle over Christmas. We went to Edward Scissorhands. That was my first date. Okay, it was absolutely not a date. 
he brought his friend. And it was not a date. <laughs> I still haven't been kissed, parentheses, poor, pathetic, lifeless me. I don't... I think I was... Yeah, I don't know if... I, I think I was being sort of sarcastic there. Um, I liked Fred for a while. I saw him in my family life class. I went down to a party in San Clemente over Memorial Day weekend. AKA, by the way, San Clam. Did you guys call it that? <laughs> no. Right, San Clam. San Clam. It was Amy's surprise birthday. Daniel told Danielle, yeah, Danielle told me to get there before six because they were bringing Amy over to the party house around then. But I arrived about six thirty, and I was the first girl there. I just sat down and listened to the band for a couple hours. Terry, before playing a song, said, "I just want." Quote, I just want to make one comment. That girl over there hasn't said one word since she's arrived. I'm not sure I understand. Are you, am I supposed to surf that? It, is it possible to? Mm. I just want to make one comment. That girl over there hasn't said one word since she's arrived. Yeah, I mean, we can find something better. But Chris and Ryan defended me. Once the party started, Laureen... See, now I'm just using their names. I mean, no, I'm not. <laughs> you, really def- you really default to old-timey names? Fred? Loreen? Those were their real names. No, they weren't. (laughs) Loreen and I went to the kitchen. Okay, there's a bug in my mouth, possibly, to make drinks. I had only drank in one. I don't think that's a real word. I had only. Okay, serious. There's a a little bug in my mouth. Where is he? Oh, now he's by Greg. Mm. (laughs) I'd only drank in one time before. I poured out half a Dr. Pepper and filled it with vodka. I took a sip expecting to die, but it wasn't that bad, even though it burned a little bit. Then I remembered you're only supposed to put, like, a shot of liquor in a drink, so I poured some out and diluted it. I didn't get anything more than a buzz, and it's questionable whether I got anything. People kept saying, you're sober, aren't you? Chris introduced himself to me about eight times and then introduced me to all of my friends. He was out of it. And then, in all caps, then I saw him. Justin. Oh my God. He was in my first period Spanish class, and both Holly and I had noticed him because he looks so much like Jim Morrison except for the hair. (laughs) I always caught him staring at me in Spanish, but didn't know if he enjoyed looking at me or if that was just the direction his eyes went. I spotted him, and then all of a sudden, Laureen was all over him. It turned out that she only knew him because he worked at the grocery store she used to go to after working out. I passed him once and said hi, and he just smiled back. Later, about five minutes later, we started talking, but I don't remember how. I think I walked into the kitchen where they were looking for vodka. I said, there's some in the oven where it was being hid. He said, in the oven, does that mean it's warm? And then parentheses, which is a particularly dorky thing to say, I might add. (laughs) I don't know where I got off being so judgmental, because... I should add, this party, these were, these were not my good friends. These were people I wanted to be my friends, and I just kind of insinuated my way in. Um, okay. Then we began talking about Spanish and stu- stood in the doorway between the kitchen and another room about half an inch away for a long time. We basically spent the evening together, but we kept separating. I can't remember why. Maybe I was drunk. Maybe I, I remember feeling his leg and arm because I asked him about having to shave for swimming. After separating for a few minutes, he walked by and patted me in the small of my back. The next thing I remember is us back in the kitchen. I leaned in something wet, and he said it was Coke. Then we were back in the doorway, close talking, close, talking about beer. 
He told me I could have a sip of his. We sort of shared it. I asked him to get me one. He said they were out in someone's car. He said, it's the least I can do for someone who, and then he never finished. We and two other guys went walking outside. I saw Alicia who said, where are you going, Allison? Is that translatable? No, but this one is. Oh. I asked him to get me a, wait, wait, I asked him. asked him to get me a beer. Yeah. You, what was this guy's name? Justin. We, this is how we would have said it. We would have said, um, Jay, can you score me an adult soda? <laughs> Or we used to call them. We used to call beers fears too. Oh really? Did you guys call parties fears? And the party before was the pre-fear. Did you do that? I didn't party no. enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is the party in this diary. Oh no, I guess there's some bashes in the next one. Um, let's see. Uh, she said, "Where are you going, Alice?" And I said, "Just walking." And then I sat down on a bench close to the house. Chris read my palm. Justin and I talked about family problems. Before, just as I was thinking about the aftertaste of beer, Justin said, "I hate the aftertaste of beer." Oh, man. I know. Fate. Wow. Kismet, seriously. He said that like everything else, leaning in really close to me and almost whispering. Later, he found me again and said they had found some tequila in her room, but he couldn't find me. Sharon was really drunk and vomiting and complaining that she was going to die of alcohol poisoning. (laughs) Some people thought she drank rubbing alcohol because something was spilled in the corner and I was helping Amy and Rob, who were fighting, clean it up and it took the paint off, but it smelled like vodka to me. Justin said she would probably have to get her stomach pumped. I said maybe we should call 911, which I guess was the eternal faux pas, because he and his friends started laughing. This is alarming. It is. <laughs> I'm stressed out. But also that whole thing about getting your stomach pumped, when you're a teenager that comes up like every three weeks, yeah. and I don't know anybody who ever actually had their stomach pumped, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like a yeah, bullshit thing, people. I mean, I guess right. it works if you're going to die or <laughs> Al getting your stomach pumped when you were a teenager big topic uh-huh. of conversation every couple weeks probably yeah. 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 Uh, it was mostly Dairy Queen that's what I said. <laughs> like she ate too many corn dogs oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> it was so rat <laughs> that's that's not me that's old me I sat down on the ground next to him he was in a chair I picked up a wine bottle he said he already tried it, but it was empty. I smelled it anyway and said, I think probably a $1.29 special. I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know why I said that. I think I thought it was cool. Uh, he said something about going down to Tijuana and buying really cheap wine and being sick for five days. Oh, is there something in yeah, here? You'd say, we roll, we'd say, we rolled down to TJ and scored a heap of cheap vino. <laughs> <laughs> T- Tijuana is always TJ. Always, always, always. And wine is always vino. Uh, he's because that really that stuff really fucks you up before in the kitchen he said what he drinks was J&B but I thought he was saying JD like Jack Daniels but now I know it was J&B the scotch and brandy Justin burped and I clapped he said that Wait. was nice wasn't it Chris came over <laughs> you st- wanted to know how many syllables were in the burp huh? <laughs> it's good to uh, see nothing's changed right. <laughs> Chris came over, staggered, and leaned his entire weight on my head and slurred what I thought was, do you know what a thumbtack is? I said yes, thinking he was about to attack me with a tack. But when I said yes, he said where? I said I didn't know but would look. He wanted to poke holes in a beer can. I found a ballpoint pen. Justin and I were watching, and I said, they're making a bong, right? (laughs) He said, yeah, well, actually, I wouldn't know. I've just seen people do it before. I said, sure. He said, no, really, that stuff fucks with your mind. I said, yeah, it could kill a few brain cells. I was so sarcastic. Um, is there any, any uh, translatable? No, so this guy that? is making a, 
a pipe out of a can. Yes. Right? But I thought it was a bong. No. I'm just trying to track story. Uh, I didn't talk to him that much later. We were sitting with this other guy, Nick, who commented that I look bored. Justin said, well, she's sober. I said, well, you're the one who never found me a beer. (laughs) (laughs) He said, I know, and I'm really sorry. Okay, get ready for a judgment. I later saw him dancing like a fool from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. (laughs) I guess the booze kicked in. He never said goodbye. After the party, there was a fight. It was kind of scary. We washed up Sharon and went back to Danielle's house. The the rest of the weekend was fun. Okay, I'm trying to see if there's anything else worth that. Worth repeating here because it's long. It's so awesome that like you really wanted to kiss dudes, but you also gave everybody attitude that you were kind of interested. Right? That is. That's kind of that's the ballsiest part about your journal entries. But there's I like had... longing and judgment in every journal entry. <laughs> I had no awareness that I was doing that. That's right. the thing is that I was sending mixed signals constantly. You're trying to be cool. I think that's. You know, the way to be cool is to be like, yeah, everything sucks. I know what a thumbtack is. I'll take it to the land. <laughs> Don't worry about it. That dollar twenty nine special. <laughs> but those are also the girls you wanted to kiss the most. The ones who not this did... one. Well, maybe. <laughs> there is something I in like here. how thoughtful you were in writing all these details down. Because a lot of my journal entries be like, oh man, I really should have written more about that because it sounds interesting, but I wrote like two and a half sentences. Here she goes. Okay. Did you find it? Well. Do you ever kiss this dude? No, but there's some discussion of the fact that I don't. Um, I remember at the part, so this is now later, same journal entry though. It's okay, it's about how I'm like so excited to see him at school, but then I get in a car accident on the way to school. <laughs> which was awful. Um, I remember at the party being sure that Justin and I would be going out and thinking that maybe I wouldn't want to. Oh, that's how sure of myself I was. Maybe I wouldn't want to. (laughs) Things didn't turn out that way. I talked to him a tiny bit, but felt awkward. I think Susan, the bitch, who when I told her he was flirting with me, asked if he was drunk, may have told him that I would... I said he was flirting with me, but who knows? I've been spending lots of time overanalyzing this. (laughs) I'm too tired to explain my thoughts to myself. I wonder if I should have kissed him, but I just feel more used than I do now. Have you ever heard the term? Have you? Have we ever talked about rosinating on this show? Yes, I believe we have. Oh, it's like the best. That's Allison's term for when she can't make up her mind about stuff. It's a. It was a friend of mine's term for for that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, probably, but th- well, then again, though, it depends. Um, I feel like you wrote all the details in there because you thought maybe one day the answers yes, that was would my be thing. somewhere encoded was, in the details. But I love I these always details. thought that. I, I always, love it. Always thought that some like like somehow I can break it down yeah. and mm-hmm. make a mathematical proof out of it and then figure it out. Um, okay, so let's see. Uh, All right, so anyway, I'm over him by the end of the journal entry, though. But Justin got a short, dorkish haircut, just when I really thought it was looking good long. But now I'm in love... So this is, I think, where that drop comes from. Now I'm in love with Terry. Terry Wilkins, was that his name? I think we named him Terry Wilkins. Yeah, that sounds right. I have to go out with him this summer. We talked on the phone for a while, because we were going to study Spanish together, but never did. He's so damn rad. (laughs) 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 Mrs. Terry Wilkins. (laughs) And then this part makes me want to die. What a name, what a ring, what a rad body. Yes! 
Terry Wilkins. The end. Yeah. Rad body. It's such an awesome thing to say. I will say, I follow Gwen Stefani on Instagram, and she posted a picture of her with Ellen DeGeneres and referred to Ellen as a rad person. She did. Mm -hmm. I saw that. Yeah. Coming back. (laughs) I know. It was so rad. Brought it back first, though. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for listening to that. <laughs> I'm was, just going to let you sit in it for a while. <laughs> it was humiliating, which I think is the point. Journal enters all of the readings have... It's, a, it's one of the times when I wish people who like the show could be at the show because we just sit there looking at each other and laughing and squirming and laughing and squirming, and they're really hard to read. I think I cried reading one of them, but in a weird, like, embarrassed way. But it's, there's something really cathartic about it, right? For you? <laughs> you know? I don't know. I enjoy it. I enjoy the pain. That's kind of like stand-up, yeah, though, exactly. right? You enjoy like, the pain of it. It's a fun kind of embarrassment. What I wonder is, do... And I know there's no kids here, but people who have kids. Do your kids keep journals? Like, do people do this anymore? Or is it just all computer stuff? Well, that's a journal. It's just a different kind of journal, right? Doogie Howser level. Yeah. 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 I guess you're Come right. Come on. He, he had the computer journal. Yeah. yeah. I tried that. I have like a Word doc with like two paragraphs. <laughs> yeah. And it's like June 19th, 2007, and that's it. That's just one day. It's terrible. Bring it in. Yeah, yeah you got to read it. Bring I thought about that. Or I, brought, I was going to bring in my journal from work, and it's like, buy eggs, do dry cleaning, <laughs> you know, figure out what a TPS report is. It's really not great. You didn't have to keep a journal for your like Eagle Scout badge or something, journaling or something? Uh, I, I had to do like a whole write-up. I could bring that in and be yeah. like, the turtles couldn't get out of the <laughs> lake. The John boat. So, uh, yeah. I did find the pictures of me sitting in the John boat with a bunch of garbage men Ooh. throwing this thing over the side. So <laughs> someday I will post that on Instagram. John boat. Tease. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for that. So does Terry still have a rad body? Oh, yeah, what happened to Terry? Do you know? What happened to Terry? I looked him up on Facebook after reading the entry. Um, he, I couldn't find any pictures of him. He has two kids and apparently got in a car accident at some point. But he's okay. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. Stressful. For yeah, <laughs> I know. He invented Snapchat, so he's doing okay <laughs> yeah. for himself. Honestly, I don't think I was ever really into him. I, I question a lot of my strong feelings that I had at that age and that journal in that journal. I think I was It'd be just, super weird if you didn't. I guess. Well, yeah. yeah, but even so it's like it's like when I read my last one that I didn't even tell the truth in my journal cuz clearly it's like you're in this mode of being a teenager and you really do want things to sound great. Right. If I had been telling the truth in here it would have been about how I really want these people at the party to like me right. and I want them to be my friends and I want right. I'm trying so hard to pretend that I go to parties and drink all the time but I don't know what I'm doing right. and I feel exactly. very ill at ease and I don't know who aware? to talk to. Were you that self-aware at the time? No. Right. Okay, good point. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Well, you should rewrite your journals as you now. Oh and analyze gosh. them. That would be awful. It would just be, a, just, I was a moron, I was a moron, I was a moron, just over and over and o- yeah. over and over again. I don't know, but I feel Wouldn't like... hot body instead of rad body <laughs> now? Well, that would be creepy now, though, right? I don't, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't even know if I have those thoughts anymore. No. About, but, you don't think about hot bodies anymore? Not so much. No. I know. Did I mention I'm pregnant? <laughs> so, I know. It's what happens. 
But I think the thing, like I feel like I've, I've read enough self-help books and been to enough therapy that, that what's supposed to be healing is to be able to go back in time. This is going to get deep for a sec. To be able to go back in time and say like, hey, pathetic teenager that used to be me, I accept you. And that's what I have trouble with. Because instead, I'm yeah. just like, get me away from that weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> she has clear braces. <laughs> the clear braces really weren't the worst part. But <laughs> there's all sorts of things I'm like, no, don't want to. I do not accept that person. Where are you guys with accepting the young version of yourself? I, I'm trying to understand the younger version of myself mostly. I think I look back at myself and I'm like, wow, you were an alien. Like, what were you thinking? I'm, it's not so much that I don't like him as much as I don't get where he's coming from. <laughs> <laughs> like, how? Um, I think I was just, like, until I got to college, I was living in a daydream. When I look back at it, and I'm just like, I had no idea what was going on <laughs> around me. I was just in my own headspace completely. But that's youth, right? Maybe. I, but it was definitely my youth. And so, like... I would do things like I would get white Converse and then I would paint them all sorts of different colors or I would wear... <laughs> I, I took a summer school class once at a community college and I went to the... Um, it was like a novelty store and I got a rubber ear and I put a, a, a leather string through it and I just wore it around my neck to see if anybody... <laughs> To see if anyone would say anything about my ear necklace and nobody said anything. I was just trying to like, I, was, like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. What? Yeah. How? But I was just trying to that like. The story did not go where I thought it was going. No. I have known about the ear for a long time. I was, I was, four answers on a board about where does this story end. The, the misdirect one would have been where's rubber neck or where's rubber ear around neck. And you would have been like, well, that one's bullshit. Yeah. There's no way it ends there. <laughs> I was just trying to see if anyone would say anything because everyone would go to this class. Wait, it was like they a, did, right? No. They didn't? <laughs> no, it was so weird. It was it in, in they would just go to this class and everyone would just like you know, be in their own little head space and then they'd leave. And I was like, why isn't anyone talking to each other? So I, and I would walk in, you know, like, hey, look at this crazy guy with an ear around his neck. <laughs> and they no one even Reacted. It was the craziest thing. I'm like, I guess this is a community of people that's used to seeing body parts strung around people's necks. <laughs> this was Tucson, so maybe that was true. I don't know. Wow. I just learned so much about... How much did we just learn about Daniel in like Seriously. 30 seconds? I know. It's like we heard his, his journal entry. Yeah. Oh my yeah. You never looked at Daniel and were like, that's like a rubber it's, ear kind of dude. It's honestly, it's a story... <laughs> It's like, here's my conception of Daniel, and then there's the ear thing over here. <laughs> I have not assimilated it yet, but every now and then I think about it, and I think, huh. <clears throat> yeah, that's I what I'm saying. Of, I don't I know it. either. It's I love it. story. Yeah. yeah. I just don't see a lot of, like, you're not a rubber ear guy now. Well, if you, you know, like, 15, 16 years from now, when your son is like, hey, can I get a rubber ear? Do you guys know where I can get one of those? You'll know. Like, I think oh, I this just... comes from somewhere. <laughs> I think yeah. I've just found better ways of reaching out to people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there are more uh, socially acceptable ways. He's, he comes up to his dad. He's all embarrassed about. It. He's like, "Dad, I want a rubber ear." And Daniel's like, "Cool." <laughs> no, the crazy. I remember. I was there. The crazy thing is, let me see if I can dig up my old ear. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm really excited son, to give. Yeah. Son, this was your grandfather's. <laughs> it's time for you. Um, 
This ear has been in our family for decades. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, no, I, the crazy thing is my folks were not at all... Into rubber ears? No, they weren't. They didn't think that it was out of character. They weren't like, oh, that... Daniel, what the hell? They were just like, yeah, that's something that I would do. So I don't know. Didn't, did any of you guys do that, though? Like, not the ear thing, but perhaps, like, dress in a weird kind of way. I did. I would wear kind yeah. of outrageous just outfits like, hey. to school just to be crazy. I wore a purple wig to a party once just to be, like, like just to see what party. would happen. Yeah. yeah. Just Maybe. like a normal high school party. Well, that's interesting. I think for me, it, I, I was in a high school and in a community that where nobody was that... Um, there were, there were a couple people. Like, right. like, you may know Janet Varney. She does other podcasts. I went to high school with her, so she was one. There were a couple people who were interesting and dynamic, but for the most part, everybody was just so normal. So much and the same. So the same. Mm-hmm. And I was just trying to like, sh- like, hey, you know, like, yeah, there's... Say something funny. Yes, like, yes. I don't know. You're trying to it freak was... out the squares, man. No, I was just trying to... I, I don't know. I, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. I was just like busting out of my skin. See, and the difference is I was trying to fit in and trying to dress normal, but inadvertently was doing stuff like... Not right. on that level. However, I remember a period of time where I wore a... Rastafarian colored knit Guatemalan cap. <laughs> right? See, we all. D- I wore pleather pants to school once because I was like, this will just freak everybody out. <laughs> They're not even going to know what to do. And then I just stuck to everything all day. <laughs> it was terrible. I had a Guatemalan patchwork jacket that but I was I feel like super you proud of. It off, yeah. but, but I got it in Guatemala. And oh. all I wanted was for people to say, Where, where did, did you get that jacket? <laughs> like, and if it happened once a day, at the end of the day, I was like, Oh, fucking that person knows I've been to Guatemala. <laughs> How amazing. They're just sit, they're sitting at home going, Can you believe Greg is that cool? Yeah. Like, yeah, that was, I was really, there's a bunch of pictures of me in that jacket, and I look. Did really, anyone ever ask? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> of my greatest high school moments are people asking, Where did you get that jacket? <laughs> But I, it's nothing compared to wearing a reggae Rastafari cap. Oh that's my a pretty God, good one. That's so really lame. Awesome. Do you have yeah. pictures? I mean, that's fine. But. I don't think I do. Oh, darn. But I also <laughs> had a, a green felt fedora. <laughs> it was like Ooh. very Blossom or Teen Magazine. I don't know. I just, I really thought I was just blending in. <laughs> Did you ever have the hat with the big flower in the front? No. Oh, the Blossom this was hat. Like that I kind had of, you that did? Hat. Did you wear it? Oh, all the time. My mom totally encouraged all the hats I wore. I wore a ton. It was like, you look so good in hats. And for years, I thought I looked so good in hats. She told me that when we were dating. Like, I, I got a face for hats. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Just because your mom said that, that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> My mom completely reinforced this thing. I never wear hats. But every once in a while, I go like, I think I look good in hats. Like, like just, any hat. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. yeah. everyone secretly thinks they look good in hats. Nope. <laughs> It might be just me. Right I now. wanted so badly to look good in hats. I've tried every hat on. No, no hats. I know for a fact that I look like an idiot in hats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fact. Hey, you guys. We'll get back to the fun in a minute, but I wanted to tell you about a couple of my friends. Allison Rosen is your new best friend, is supported by Casper, delivering an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. You're probably familiar with Casper. Um, they make amazing, high quality, super comfortable mattresses, and you can get them right on the internet. They're affordable. The studies have been like the, the way that we used to all buy mattresses, which is that you go to a mattress store. 
I always get super sleepy the second I walk into the store, by the way. Um, and then you try out a bunch of beds and then you figure out which one you think is the most comfortable. Studies have been done that show that a handful of minutes in a store does not correlate to satisfaction with a mattress. So Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to you. And Casper mattresses feature supportive memory foam for a sleep surface that has just the right sink and just the right bounce. Um, and it's just, it's time. It's time for you to get a high quality, super comfortable adult bed. Do it. Risk-free trial and return policy. Try sleeping on Casper for 100 days with free delivery to the U.S. and Canada and painless returns. And the mattresses are made in America. Special offer to listeners of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That's you. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash best friend and using the promo best friend. So again, $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash best friend and using the promo best friend terms and conditions apply. Also, and this is in keeping with the theme, I want to talk to you about bowl and branch. I sleep on bowl and branch sheets and I sleep well, you guys. They are really well-made, soft, comfortable, um, and it is a thing you can do to ensure having a good day. The thing you can do to ensure having a good day is getting a good night's sleep the night before. Don't sleep on crappy, pilled up, stinky sheets. I mean, I'm not saying you sleep on stinky sheets. I'm not saying you don't, but I'm just saying Bowl and Branch have reinvented sheets and bedding with the sole purpose of making your nights more comfortable than ever. Their bedding is so soft. It will be the new standard of comfort you'll measure everything else by. Everything else, you guys. And you can only get these products at one place. That's bowlandbranch.com, B-O-L-L and branch.com where you know you're paying for quality sheets and not department store overhead. You get amazingly luxurious sheets for just a couple hundred bucks. So go online to Bowl, that's B-O-L-L, and branch.com, and they let you try them risk-free for 30 nights. And it gets even better. Go to bowlandbranch.com today for 20% off your entire order. Sheets, towels, blankets, duvet covers, everything. Plus free shipping, and all their products come beautifully packaged in their signature boxes. This is true. I have kept my Bowl and Branch box that the sheets came in because I know that I'm going to use it for something because it is such a beautiful box. I literally, literally have, I could point, I could point the box out to you right now and the sheets go to bowlandbranch.com today for 20% off your entire order and use the promo code Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, bowlandbranch.com, promo code Allison, bowlandbranch.com, promo code Allison. All right, back to the show. If you've met Jenna's mother, Janae, the idea of her giving fashion advice to Jenna is so synonymous with who I think that she is. Yes. I, the first time I met her was at Sam's, was it a... Her baby blessing. Ba- oh, yeah. yeah, baby blessing, mm-hmm. which is not the same thing as a christening, right? No. Right. Um, and this woman was sitting next to me wearing like a, like a leopard skin bodysuit or something. <laughs> And she was texting the whole time. Yeah. Am I allowed to talk about this, Jenna? This totally is fine, right? fine. Okay. Totally fine. And I was sitting there going, how pissed are all these other people? This woman is just sitting here texting the whole time in like a leopard skin bodysuit or whatever. And With then we a got, bling and phone. What? Like yeah, we got a super blinged out phone. And then we got back to the, I want to call it an after party, whatever, the reception. Yeah, the, po- the post fear. And she was there. <laughs> at, at, no, the after fear, yeah. yeah. She was there and I was like, oh my God, they know that woman. 
And then 30 seconds later, they were like, hey, Greg, this is my mom. And I was like, oh, shit. I was judging that woman in church for like 40 minutes. And that's Jenna's mom. My mom was probably live tweeting the meeting, or live texting the meeting. That's what she does in most sittings. She live texts. She doesn't like Twitter, but she, yeah. It's just like anything in religion. When you invite someone in, they show up in like a tux. And and they're on their, and you get there and everyone's like, we're going outside for a smoke. Let us know when the sermon's over. It's just totally that thing where we were all in our ultra That's what best I was say. behavior. I think that us not being used to uh, yeah. church, well, temple, yeah, church. Mm-hmm. Church. we're, 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 we're so, so uncertain in terms of like uh, that place, the house where the guy talks. But so also, glad we acted at the Last Supper a little whenever, while ago. I know. Whenever I you that, see the, the Mormons on the street, it's always Thai, you know, like yeah. pressed oh, yeah. outfits. So I figure if that's your casual look, <laughs> church must be like. Full top hat, like shine shoes, you know. Corsets, yeah. No. Yeah. No. I think we should do Just Mirror Everyone. Uh, we have a song. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Okay. This is usually where I wedge in some plugs for things. Uh, so, hey, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, click the banner on my website, AlistairRosen.com. doesn't cost you anything extra. Thank you for all the Amazon support. And also, I mentioned earlier, um, I'm on Patreon. There's rewards and bonuses and all sorts of cool stuff. Jenna just did a bonus episode with me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Rosen. Okay. Now, does anyone in the audience have it just mirror everyone? Ooh. Yes. What is your name? Hi, Diana. The, okay, I'm going to repeat said, this. Yeah, I have to make sure it. I understand it. The prices, like with the little plastic. The plastic yes. Oh, because you can't tell, or it's really easy to flip it because it's one smaller than the top, smaller than. Okay, yes, so repeat. the just mirror everyone is when she goes to gas stations and they have the prices that are the plastic numbers, she checks to see if the eights and the threes are upside down. Yeah. I don't do this. I don't either. I don't but now do, I will. I don't think I'll either, be doing I'm that. I'm kind of fascinated by yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I will tell you one weird... I have one weird gas thing. Please. I drive an old truck and the, like, spout or whatever. The, Jeff, the, what's the thing called that you put the gas nozzle into? Uh, the filler. The filler is... You okay? Everything okay? Everything okay? We lost Allison. Cough less, you thumb dick. <laughs> Carry on without me. It's what I would have wanted. <laughs> My, my, this is my nightmare. My gas thing feels so insignificant in the face of your death. <laughs> but no, like don't. the lip of the filler is bent, so ninety nine percent of gas nozzles don't. You can't auto. You can't lock it in there. And my car has a twenty five yes. gallon tank, so mm. it takes about twenty minutes to fill it. But there's one kind of nozzle that's like the most modern nozzle that does lock in there. And I know in my brain where every gas station in Los Angeles is that has that nozzle. And I will drive 10 miles out of my way to get gas in one of those. So I do not have to hold the thing. Is this interesting? I still do not have to hold the thing in for 15 minutes. That's my gas story. That's, that's an everyone. Just I me had, or everyone. That's everyone. I don't have it memorized, but I had a similar thing where I was convinced that I had to hold the nozzle. But then um, I read on some message boards that, it's, that I just wasn't pushing it in far enough. <laughs> um, okay. Let's unpack it. Let's unpack it. So, 
you went on, you found a message board about gassing up your car. This yes. Is like, yes, I did. Because I was like, it must be some sort of design flaw in my car that the nozzle won't stay hooked it's in. A, it's a dynamic community that <laughs> they talk about gassing up their car. Hundreds of subreddits about like, how do you put the thing in? Do you hold it up? Well, there were a lot of people who had similar problems, and then someone said you just have to like push it in enough to get the thing to lock around the thing. <laughs> it's a lot of gearheads post on there. You know? If people are ever like, what's the show about? Just play back the last one minute of it right there. <laughs> um, I have a gas thing, which is uh, I think I'm overpaying at the pump putting the premium gas in, because I just saw something on the news that was saying you really don't need to. Should I just go back to 87? Look at Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Correct. Is there any benefit to the 91? Unless, definitely not the 91. Unless your car specifically says that it needs 89 or 91, don't use it. No upside. See, mine does say that, but... Yeah. But I, I feel like I it's lying. That. Yeah. No, there are some high-performance cars uh, that need it, but... Yeah, like if you have a McLaren no. or something, but I think like yeah. most cars, you probably don't need one. Well, I drive an Aston Martin, so do you, think, do you think I should do it? But it's a real beater Aston Martin. But I'm trying to s- save some cash. Yeah, so. for, it's yeah. a certified pre-owned Aston Martin, <laughs> and I'm on a budget. Yeah, it's a kit. Yeah. Um, oh, any other JMOs from the audience? Yeah. Um, yes, you and then you. What's your name? Dan says, sometimes when he's brushing his teeth, his mind wanders and he forgets which section he's brushed. Mm. This is not yes. to regularly, but it has happened. Yes. And yes. you just feel like, man, I'm good. Spit out. <laughs> yeah. This is why you have to have a system, you know? I, I, I talk about this with Ayala sometimes because she does a very concentrated, like her teeth brushing is very focused. I, I, I would imagine you're a man with a focused toothbrush. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. I start brushing my teeth and I'm listening to music and I'll like wander into the living room and put a different record on and I forget how long I've been doing it for and then at some point I just arbitrarily go in I'm finished but I don't I think some people have a mental map of like side, 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 side So you really do the jailbreak where you go out and brush your teeth in the I lay in bed sometimes I'm like you Greg I wander I'll go like you know take a dish out of the dishwasher hang out yeah Chew on it for a second when you're moving around and you need your hands Yeah, yeah, yeah Have you ever tried to pee while you're brushing your teeth and then realize that the peeing is taking longer than the brushing the teeth and then you don't know what to do, so you just keep brushing your teeth? Been there, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a real dilemma. You gotta time it just right. God, I just stand at the sink. And my big debate is like, do I stand up straight or lean over? I feel like I'm not living. Yeah. It's it's called multitasking, honey. This kind of, this like makes me think about, I've told you about my obsession with how cats clean themselves. I'm always looking at my cat clean, cleaning himself, and I'm like, how does he know if he's already done that and what's part of his body he's covered? I wanted to create an app called Licker, L-I-C-K-R. <laughs> so, like, when the cat has, like, cleaned his left leg, he's just like, left leg is done. And then and now... The, an app for cats. There's I feel two like cats parts, would use that. Yeah. Dogs would not. There's two cat, things cats. I know a cat doesn't like to do. The, this part of its body, because it, they have to do that, and I know it hurts their neck. <laughs> And obviously the top of their head, because that's a two-parter, it's lick hand and then head and lick hand. Oh, and head. So I think licker would help, <laughs> L-I-C-K-R, would really help make the process more economical. <laughs> licker. We're taking investors. Yeah. We're, 
angel funding. I don't know money words. And then the E at the end, just K and the R, right? Yeah. If, if you were a cat, would you use it? Absolutely not. No, but it's not designed for the kind of cat I would, I would be. It's designed for a practical, very practical cat. Like the owl of cats. Yeah, I would. <laughs> what I kind of cat would you be? I would be like a homeless, dirty, shitty cat. <laughs> um, okay, and yes, you had to just smear everyone. Uh, I'm Dylan. Hi, Dylan. That's All right. very this has come up. Yes. This has come up. Dylan likes to up. eat the least. <laughs> this is when confetti falls. <laughs> like, wonderful, JMO. Um, this is he likes to eat his least desirable item on the plate, uh, and then work up to the most desirable to treat himself. Um, I do this with things like Smarties. <laughs> Not that I find myself eating them often, but I've noticed I'll go for the on the occasion where there's Smarties being consumed, I'll go for the grape first because I like them the least. And then at a certain point, I thought, well, why not just not eat the food that I don't want instead of making <laughs> myself eat it first? And that is when I began. No, that's not when it began. But, um, and I have all sorts of uh, questionable, relationship, uh, questionable relationship with food is what I would say. Oh, okay. Well, I think it's like, for me, it's like if I have a salad, I'll eat all the salad parts I don't like as much. I still want to eat them because it's like, oh, vegetables, ugh, you know? And then, <laughs> then, when I, then I get to the good parts, like the croutons and the chicken and the avocado. Then like I get to the candied nut in there. Yes, yes. yes. That's so I, that's when item. I really use this system very religiously. Yeah, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm not being honest because when I think about it, if I had a salad that had candied nuts in it, to eat them first would be like, I feel like I'm not going to be alive very long. <laughs> you know? Yes, yes, exactly. It's like that's only in strictly in a rush situation. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess I do do that too. What about you guys? I do it all the time. I live by this rule. This is it governs my life and everything. It's, true. it's I like do. when I make dinner, like he like scart like oh like, get, get these the, veggies eat, out, yeah, eat all the broccoli, and I'm just like boom 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 done, and then I move on to like steak yeah. or something else. Yeah. There are certain people who feel the need to eat a little bit of each item on the plate in each bite. And do we have any of those up here? Or we have some out there. Me. Please, the door is right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question for the... We need a word for those people. Normal. <laughs> <laughs> question for the normies out there. What if there are... Like, what if there's salad and spaghetti on your plate? Will you do that? Is it, is it governed by everything on the plate, or is it, like, stuff that kind of goes together anyway? Okay. Don't mind. I'll tolerate it. This is what Mexican food is, right? It's yeah. just like, well, it's yeah. like Mexican food is not like, don't let the carnitas touch the refried beans. <laughs> like, that's, it's, everything is supposed to be together. That right? and Thanksgiving. The, oh, yes, yeah. Thanksgiving, yeah. yeah. Ooh, are there any two Thanksgiving items that can't be put together? Really hmm. Like even if you think, think about so. it, if you go like, oh, the Jello shouldn't touch the turkey, but then think about it, it's fine. Salad, salad yeah. doesn't really but go. Salad with isn't anything. really a Thanksgiving food, right? But right. Jello is. In my family, Jello is a big Thanksgiving I think food. Jello. Like cranberry Jello. Jell-O? No, this I can't oh. explain what it is. It's like a ring mold of Jello, but it has like cream Jello on top. Oh, okay. So like the bottom is translucent, but the top. Yeah. What flavor is, like is it? Orange. I don't know. Tangerine or some shit. I don't know. Just Jello, but Jello is like a Thanksgiving <laughs> thing for us. 
Anyone else? Jello Thanksgiving. Yeah. Was that a hand? Yeah. Oh, oh, so that's a no. <laughs> okay. Yes. What is your just me or everyone? Oh. That is smart. Okay, so yeah. first what's, in, first out. Uh, in what's your brother's control. name? Dave says, "What's your name?" Dave v- Karen. Dave via Karen says, "When he's washing dishes, he puts the clean ones on the bottom of the stack so that he's not just using the same ones over and over again." That is smart. No. I don't do that because it would take too much arm strength, apparently, to lift up that hefty stack of plates. Yeah, we got a lot of plates. <laughs> Too many plates. We actually have way too much of all the wrong things, but not enough spoons and forks. Yeah. We got a lot sort of... situation. We have a lot of mugs we don't use. We got a million mugs. Yeah. We have a lot of... We got to get rid of shit. And yet, my response to that is we need to buy more mugs we'll use. <laughs> I'm constantly buying mugs. Yeah. As though I don't have mugs. I don't know what we that is. We need to get... Get control of our mugs because you have fifty mugs and you know like forty six of them are shit, right? Yes. And you get well, up in the morning and you're them? like, they're all too small. Yeah. Right? Say, Where's my mug? Yeah, we have that same thing working. It's right, very strange. And you always feel like this is the mug that's going to change my life. Like this, <laughs> right? This is the perfect mug, you know. And then it's just like, yeah, you get used to it, and there's like something. Didn't you just buy that mug recently? I bought a pretty great mug recently. I'm very happy about it. It's a Starbucks limited edition. Uh, anniversary mug. It's got a, a metallic glaze. It's pretty great. But then you left it in the studio. <laughs> and then I to- you had it. And then I totally forgot about it. Yeah. Great okay. pod. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other JMOs from the audience? Yes. Hi, Megan. She's surprised she doesn't oh. see more money with fun drawings and writing on it and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it feels like a special occasion when there's a note on your money. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, have I you ever like drawn on money? I used to all the time. Oh. Yeah. Used you to don't draw see... an ear necklace around Ben Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that would be great. Waiting for somebody to notice, handing it to the guy at the gas station. Sup? Freaking you out, right? <laughs> I feel like that used to be more of a thing, right? Like drawing on money? Yeah, I think so. Um, This doesn't totally answer your question, but I'm happy when I get money that has been drawn on it. I love the idea of money being passed around for years and years and years, and I definitely am that person who will get an old coin and look at it and think for a long time about how it got to me. Can I just do that? I think about that all the time. I've painted coins. Like I used to paint like George Washington and do things and then put it into circulation. So I've, I've gone a step further. But no, no one cares. <laughs> when I get a coin, I just think, I'm never going to use this. And I don't want to... I'm constantly taking the coins out of my wallet and just putting them on my desk because they're too heavy. Yeah. <laughs> That's I my problem. Coins. So many coins. Why I pay for my Diet Coke with coins. Sorry, Greg. I just really wanted people to nail that. <laughs> Right, and aren't you loath for doing that? Probably, but the McDonald's drive-thru, I'm like, here's some coins, here you go, don't drop them. Uh, yeah, it's probably super annoying, but I feel like I'm using all my money, so I like it. It makes me feel good. Um, one time, one of my good friends, this girl, my, Henry's wife, um, went on a date with this dude, and shouldn't have said his name, and <laughs> at the end of the date, he was a huge dick, and he asked her to pay for half of it. 
And she was like, I don't have any money. And then he called her and was like, would you mind paying for half of it? Wow. Where did they go to eat? I can't remember, but... But somewhere we, not super expensive, I imagine. She owed him like 18 bucks, and we went down to the bank, and we got $18 in pennies. What? And we dumped it into a cardboard box. Yes. And we mailed it to the guy, and it cost like $49 right? to mail it. <laughs> um, Worth every I was always, penny. I was, I was always really bummed, because he never like wrote her to say, I fucking hate you. We like didn't get any response from it, but sometimes I think about him opening the box, and it makes me happy. And we wrote a note on the inside that said, thanks for dinner. <laughs> So wait, were you friends with her before you were friends with him? Yeah, I've known her for way... Yeah, I knew, I've known her since I was 18. Did you introduce them? They met at my wedding, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's Aww. so cute. That's so sweet. What are we doing? <laughs> What's just, going on? Where am I? I'm just pregnant. Me, yeah, I know. Did everyone say their piece about... Uh, I feel money. pretty good about what's gone on so About far. money? Oh, wait. <laughs> Megan, you did ever... you have another one? No pressure. Okay. Like, I think temperature should play into the calculation, too. Like, you don't, steak is your favorite. You don't want cold steak. Good point. Definitely at least, like, get in on the steak before you finish the broccoli. Right. And sometimes broccoli really fast, you guys. It's really impressive. Focus is not tasting the bad stuff. (laughs) And at a restaurant, French fries go south before your hamburger does. So I kind of err on the side of caution. We were doing Postmates last night. And there was something that we were looking at that had a fried egg on top. And I said, no, a fried egg is not going to travel well. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. The biggest sucker bet in food is any, any object with melted cheese to go. That's like whenever I'm at a Mexican place, if a guy's like, I'll have a quesadilla to go. I'm like, it's so dumb because you're going to get home and it will, by the time it gets to your car, it's hard. Quesadilla, you have to eat it immediately. Tuna melt, you have to eat it immediately. Melted cheese to go, sucker bet. That's where I stand on that thing. <laughs> In general, I'm going to take issue with melted cheese because I like to melt cheese in the microwave on top of stuff and I feel like by the time it's cool enough to eat, it's already congealed again. Hmm. Melted cheese has to be eaten very fast. Yeah, but, it has to be eaten very fast. But how do you achieve the, it's melted, it's the right level of melted but it's not so hot that it's going to burn my mouth? Like so a tiny tough little up. thermometer that you <laughs> yeah. just put in it until it's at the perfect temperature. That is what I need, a, like a bird thermometer. Yes, it would so cute. To see if it has a temperature. Mm-hmm. Okay. We need to come up with a bird thermometer for melted cheese and liquor for cats. Liquor. <laughs> the second, there's no E at the end. It's just the K and the R are touching. No, I know. Yeah. Just like grinder. Right, just like grinder. Tinder. Tinder. Things. Yeah, there's no E at the end. Why have E's been vilified in tech? <laughs> And why we should just call it tech technology. Right, when you hear about an app now that has a name like that, you assume that there's no E. Right. Right. Like musically, that app you're talking about musically, I think is spelled normally, right? It is spelled normally, but it's it shouldn't be. But there's a dot Y is super confusing. Is anyone on that? Anyone on musically? No? You're all adults? All right. (laughs) All right, any other JMOs from the crowd? Dylan, is that Dylan right? Do you have another one, a follow-up? Okay. Dylan, are you Dylan? What's your last name? Is there another? Is there a Dylan Siegfried or something? Um, sorry, I'm trying to keep world, track of probably. super fans. All right, sorry, Dylan. <laughs> that is not just you. Okay, let me re- let's repeat. His fiance makes fun of him for this. Is that you? Okay. Um, 
when he's getting out of the shower, even if he has a bath mat there, he uses the towel. He steps on the towel, the one that you're wrapping around yourself, to prevent the bath mat from getting wet. Just the bottom. How, do you have a gigantic towel? He has a gigantic towel, which allows. So you got the towel wrapped around you, and you're stepping on it. Step on it and then wrap her. I would kill myself doing that. (laughs) So, okay, you get out of the shower, you step on the towel. I can't can't wrap my brain around this. And then you, oh, you know what? Because you're a dude, so you're just wrapping waist down. Okay, yeah, because I'm going higher, so to save I need the a bath really mat. Big... Whose job is to get wet? Abs- get wet. Yeah. Do you do most of your drying in the shower, or do you step out? Okay, like human so squeegee not... yourself. So yeah. you're like fastidious about keeping the wetness in the shower. Mm. Um, that is not me. <laughs> not me. I think Al would like that to be me, but I'm just like, whatever, I think water. Greg, is this a you? Well, I have a lot of stuff to say, but... Um, bath mats are fascinating to me because I don't understand why people want to keep them clean. To me, their function is to be dirty. And I'm constantly having this conversation where someone is going, the bath mat is filthy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah it's yeah, because yeah. the floor is clean. That's why we have a bath mat. So that's one of those weird things where keeping it clean to me is a bizarre idea. (laughs) Now, see, growing up, we had a bath rug, like a little rubber-backed carpet square thing rug, and then a bath towel on top of that. But I don't have that anymore. Now I just have a mat thing. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Al? Uh, I think it's really important that your lines of communication are open, and so I wish you the best in marriage. You're going to have many more of these things to come, and uh, glad you're discussing them now. That's... I, I do want to ask one other question. I, I think I kind of know the answer to this, but I've always been fascinated by the idea that a woman has to put a towel around her breasts, because almost every time you get out of the shower, the other people there have already seen your breasts. So, How like, many people are there? Yeah. Well, like, in other words, there's no difference between our bodies. Up, he showers like, in this on area, stage. You'd have bigger, like, larger boobs or whatever, but, like, why couldn't a woman put the towel around her waist? Yeah, you're right. I used to, whenever I would watch television shows and a couple would be together, and then, and this happens in television all the time, um, and then someone gets up to go to the bathroom and takes, like, the whole sheet and wraps it around them, um, which I think actually is probably just for modesty of television, but I never understood that because it's like you just you just were boned. naked. Yeah, yeah exactly. I always say that. I'm like you just boned. Like she, that guy just saw like every part of you. That being said, and now I you're do. Like, don't look at my butt when I'm going to pee. Or whatever. I do understand that thing of like, well, it's the, the ambiance has changed now. It's afterwards. Oh, yeah. It's post-coital or whatever. Yeah. And, and in the mi- there's in the, so in much the, jiggling. In the mix of it, you're like, I don't care. Check all this shit out. And then like right afterwards, you're like, ooh, they saw a lot of stuff. Yes. <laughs> or, is it, or is it the idea that like you're now going to go to the bathroom? It could be that, like, too. Like you're doing something very, very different that's seen in a very different is it way. Is though... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and what's the next Just Me or Everyone? 
The end of every Just Me or Everyone conversation is always like, what was the original Just Me or Everyone? No. <laughs> what did this person want to know? <laughs> well, I think it's around time to wrap up, what? you guys. I know. It I went started. by so fast. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Um, Daniel, where should we go for you? you follow me at Daniel Quants on Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> Greg? <laughs> I'm at Dong Attack. Jenna? At Jenna Kim Jones on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry, with Jenna Kim Jones. It's pretty much available everywhere, or you can just check out <laughs> JennaKimJones.com. <laughs> it's good. It's branding. Al? <laughs> I am at the hashtag Al everywhere. Everywhere. Soon to be musically. Really? I'm joining. Are you going to do Absolutely, it? Yeah. Jenna, are you guys going to yeah. go on musically? We are dying to get started on I'm musically. I'm going public. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jeff? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Oh, and I should say that we'll be doing a meet and greet out there somewhere. There's some loungy area out there. Find it. And we will be, I think, just a, just a little bit further down, like past the booths and stuff like that. Well, I'll just be out there, and you can just find me. Uh, but first, I have to pee. Okay. Thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. And thank you, everyone, on stage. Um, I love you. Goodbye. Hey!